Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here at the Shane Oliver Experience, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Turrbal and Yagara people. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was now... been a while how you been oh it's good to be back again i've got borgie from bad habit records how you going man pretty good pretty yeah. good oh look good, good to be here it is it is good to be out and about again it is good to be engaging and talking to other humans again and fucking feeling like a like an integral part of of the bigger world the bigger world yeah rather than spouting shit in your little fucking hole in your home just and just being terrorized by by kids and, <laughs> yeah, and all that just, sort of thing or even just you know sh- shitty housemates or you know you start being in their space for too long all of a sudden then you're like oh I suddenly don't like you anymore <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i'm sure it's not that bad but no it's 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 good to see you man like it's it's been some you too it's nice to be um to be on I've the, been, the podcast. I've been trying to get you on. Like, I think the last time I was going to talk to you, uh, I think we ended up just hanging out at the Sandstone Tavern yeah, yeah, or whatever we, it was we, up we there. With our kids, so we just sort yeah. of... It was, it was sort of... It was a bit hard to manage too many things when oh. the kids are running around and falling over and everything. Oh, yeah. You, you think, yeah, no, no, we'll be able to do it. We'll manage, we'll manage. A bit too ambitious. <laughs> Fuck, man. Way too, way too excited thinking that would work. Well, it was still well, a nice day. It, oh, hanging out with the kids. Fent. No, I'm not. Eating I'm not, chips. I'm, yeah, I'm not having a dig at that. That that All that was perfect. But I'm just thinking to myself that whole time, why the fuck did I think I was, we were even going to be able to do anything <laughs> like that? We've got, we got three fucking little kids running around just being little, little gremlins and thinking that we're going to be able to focus on talking about music or whatever. And then, you know, be parents. No, it doesn't work like that. It's too hard for when they're at that age. But, I mean, bundles are fun, though. Bundles are fun. And that's the, that's the, that's the big picture out of it all. But, yeah, like, during all this time, I mean, you've started, you started, you just put the web, uh, you just got your website going for the for Bad Habit Records now. Yeah, so we had, oh, this is all pretty boring, but I'll, I'll go through it really quick. We had, a, like, a big cartel one, so we sort of upgraded it. And um, now it's a different one, mm-hmm. but it's still a real massive chore to upload records onto like a for sale database. It's boring to do. It's pretty pretty boring to talk about as well. Pretty, monoton- <laughs> pretty monotonous sort of thing as well. Yeah, like, like it's you know you don't sell, re- you t- selling records online. It's it's not particularly fun. Like it's it's you know. not really what you want to do out of the business side of it sort yeah, of thing. It's like the it's it's a necessity, I guess, but it's yeah. it's um you know. Are you hiring? 
<laughs> Get someone to do it for you. Oh man, I can barely barely have any money uh, uh, yeah. from it myself. Yeah, it's all DIY, bro. What the fuck do you think I'm made of? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, big shout out to Mark at Death Press as well for always doing all the design for pretty much nothing, more or less. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, who who's have you got artwork or anything like that for? Didn't didn't you get artwork done for Bad Habit Records as well? Recently? Yeah, done heaps of stuff. We did um did the Bad Brains rip off T shirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you got a whole bunch of stickers of them as well. Yeah, we've got more stickers coming as well right now as we speak. Yeah, um, we're doing some split tracksuit pants with um our mate uh, from who does Subtle Chain. So I she, saw that. They look awesome. Yeah. So it was sort of a, a silly harebrained idea that that no one sort of went, Oh, calm down guys, this is a this is a terrible idea and it sort of has come to or have nearly has nearly come to fruition. Uh, we're just waiting for glow in the dark screen printing ink, which yeah. had to be ordered from Mel like it's it's hard to find glow in the dark screen printing ink. So yeah, um, okay. to the people that that pre-ordered, it's on its way, and apologies for the delay if yeah. you hear this. <laughs> when when did you, uh, like, get this concept for those pants? Like, was it at the start? Like, cause we're oh, we just were just talking. Of, we're just like, coming out of winter. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, a lot of moments in this whole idea that probably should have been reconsidered, but, <laughs> oh, it, I mean, you know, full I, steam ahead. If if this was during any other period, like of time in the in, in the world, like if, if when you decided to do the pants, they would have been here and you would have been up and running by now, sort of thing. You know, every industry is sort of like on that lag of like, oh, you got to wait. Sorry, you got to wait for shit. You know. Also, like no one, like glow in the dark screen printing is really rare these days. Who like, is it really? Yeah, apparently the screen printer said he hasn't done anything glow in the dark for fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, I wonder why that is. Don't know. Apparently, it doesn't it it like doesn't last very long and doesn't really. It sounds a lot cooler than it actually is when oh, it's done. Oh, really? So, okay. Oh yeah. well, it's still a pretty cool niche thing, though. Yeah, it's definitely it was it was fun talking about doing. It. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love the concept though. I mean, like if, if you're worried about them wearing them out too much beforehand, just save them for next winter. I'm yeah, sure that'd yeah. be sweet, you know. But that's the thing. Like every like, you know, there's like a worldwide shortage on timber and shit at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like that's you would never have thought of that sort of thing being a thing like a year ago. Like uh, a year ago, we were thinking, you know, shit. I hope we can get something sorted for this soon and come out on top. And Make, makes you realize how um. How delicate, I guess, the like ecosystem of the modern economy is. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But also, how resilient it is that even though those things happen, we're still here now. Yeah, we're, know. we're we're still able to 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 get by and get get shit done. It's just there's a massive weight on it now. You know, like it, there's usually a minimum month weight on some on, on some things, and that's just become the standard now. Where yeah, yeah, you know, um. Un- unless it's sort of within the country that you're living in, um, so Australia for here, if you're just getting it shipped between states, you know it's it might take an extra couple of days more than usual, which it does now too. But 
you're still getting it within a shorter time frame than what you would expect because it's state. It's not going overseas. You don't have to worrying about international flights or travel or anything like that for the parcels to go through. Yeah. All that sort of shit. So it, with um with bad habit, we haven't really like everything we just sell to Australia basically. We haven't haven't um you haven't really had anything internationally or like people from overseas hit you up going, hey, can you sell it? Send, nah, I want to buy the, this. The only people that probably will will be people that I already know anyway. So I'll yeah, just yeah, probably okay. go, well, look, I'll just send you one. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's if you like sending an LP and saying, oh, yep, that, that $70, you know what I mean? Oh, my like God, it's, yeah. I'll just go, oh, look, you know, I've Do- known you for ages. Here, I'll just send you one. During during peak COVID last year, I was trying to get a get a hold of um a met, the meth leopard uh oh, latest yep. release yep. I woke, uh, and it was on cassette, but it was on cassette overseas. And I even messaged the band, and I was like, "Bro, you guys are from South Australia, and you haven't got cassettes here. What's the go?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know. I'm sorry." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, well, they did say that they were they were going to be getting some in soon." Uh, like Stockton, Australia at the time. And I thought, okay, that's cool. All right, no, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see. Can I wait? You know, I was really in that sort of, I want to fucking collect this shit now. Now it's at a steady pace that I get them every now and then. And it's just like and sort it's of a, slowly it's, building. It's like if you, if you don't jump on it straight away, stuff sells out all the time. That's like, right, yeah. Like so a few of the releases that I've just picked up recently as well, like they've sold out. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I can't get them again, like... The speed dropped their demo on cassette again, like re-released it, sort of thing. Like fifty copies went, just went so straight away. Straight away, yeah. I picked it up. I, I saw it come out, and I just got paid too. So I'm like, fuck yeah! I usually budget myself like twenty or so, twenty, twenty-five bucks usually about when I get paid to then go and knock out a couple of cassettes, sort of thing. And they dropped theirs like the day after I got paid, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'm getting <laughs> that. No, I'm not missing out on that. You know, and then, yeah, sure enough, it was like a day later that they were gone, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, if they ever release them again, I don't know, but I've got one now. So it's, like, cool. It's a really cool aesthetic that I've got going at the moment where I enjoy hearing this sort of stuff, you know. So, uh, well, not hearing, sorry, um, like, actually having it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how it really sort of came along the way it did, but, you know, you kind of needed to find something to grab your attention during peak COVID, you know, especially that time and you're really in lockdown stage. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those really cool niche things going at the moment that I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah. No, yeah, I've no, got nothing no, more to add, really. Nothing <laughs> more. You, you just like them too? Yeah, how's your, how, do you, you don't, do you really stock as much cassettes these days? Yeah, we do. We've got boxes of them that haven't yeah. put up on the website that, it's, got it. It, there's like um, there's literally a room full of boxes of records, and CDs and tapes. Yeah, that slowly trying to get through to, to, to just process them. So, okay, yeah. Let's go. On this fucking mic. I haven't I haven't been in the studio for a while. See, so I'm just trying to get the hang of this shit again. What the fuck? All right, sorry. This is oh, I'm not editing this out. I don't <laughs> care. Fuck it, whatever. This is real shit. <laughs> um so what let's let's find out a little bit. Like what how long have you been in the music scene for? How long have you been doing this for? Um I don't know, 20 years or 30 years or something. Um so I'm 45 now. 
Yeah, and, okay. Um, like, you know, as a teenager. Was it about 15, 16 you started? Uh, well, started a little bit earlier. I started doing like um, zines and and I, st- I guess started buying records when I was maybe 12 or 13. Um, yeah, okay. And yeah, then did a, a zine maybe when I was like 17, maybe. Yeah. And just, yeah, then just did a lot, did have done a bunch of different labels through the years. I never, I never really collected like or bought CDs or anything like that early yeah. on. I just, I, I tried like I was the LimeWire one, you know, like I yeah, got online yeah. and preferred to download the shit. Like, and I know, like, but that was just what you did at the time, right? That was the normal thing you do. You wanted the music, and you fucking. It was a real. Really I remember like maybe two thousand and five, two thousand and four. You could. Mm. There was a real like. Like we'd released a record, did like over a thousand copies, they all sold and then it just dropped off and the next like the next record just struggled to sell even three hundred. Mm. And it was uh, I guess it was just the rise of downloading and that that people just weren't yeah. also maybe there was a bit more maybe it became more accessible to release records, so there was a bit more of a glut. Of, of records coming out or something maybe yeah I, I think nowadays as well that when you sort of like limit the amount that you sell of say your release or whatever like say you've got limited to 50 or 100 copies of your LP or or your 7 inch or 12 inch or whatever yeah yeah it seems to be like like I was talking about before more of a niche thing where you're gonna yeah, if, it's sort if, of, if you're it's a sort popular of, band like and you've done that, you know you're gonna fucking make your money back, sort of thing. If you yeah, limit it yeah. to a certain amount, and I guess it, it like it feels good if you can sell something out, but it's also I don't know. I'm not like it. It seems a bit calculated and sort of it is like like manufacturing a collectible or something. Like it's I don't know. It's a bit. bit I'm not. I'm not be, into it really. Would would it? Would it annoy you though if it, but even if that was happening more, but at least it was getting people buying records more often? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, there's, like because I, I feel like prob- that there's could, a lot of sides to it. I don't know, but it's because this is more my experience, right? So since I started collecting cassettes and shit, it's now started me. It, I've now started buying seven inches. And, you know, every now and then if I get a CD or something like that, I'll pick a CD up too because I've just got my little old hi-fi system set up and I've got this uh, combo player that has a a cassette player built on the side of it. You've got a Bluetooth setting to this thing and you can also play vinyl on it. Yeah, yeah. And so I've I've got the whole kazoo right now like the 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 setup that i want to play cds records cassettes everything right um and now that's made me want to start buying more records and and buying cds and cassettes and getting into that sort of phase because i think about it i remember i remember the first two cds i bought and that was what were they this is oh this is embarrassing uh divine heresy bleed the fifth like uh, like this metal, it had uh, Dino Cazares and Tommy oh, yeah. Bex playing it, and he's gone all fucking loony and shit as well. That guy, and the other one was Chimera, and that was Pass Out of Existence. Um, 
They were the first two I bought. And then following that, it was uh, Serge Tankian. It was his self-titled. He was first ever self-titled release, Elected Dead. That was, they were the first sort of three records or CDs I remember buying. Um, and then after that, I can't remember the order of what I got. I don't think I know any of them. Any of them? Honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird combination as well because, like, they weren't even really the first bands I even started listening to. It was System of a Down. But they just happened to be the CDs at the point of time that I was like, fuck yeah, I want to buy them. Yeah, yeah. You know, like System of a Down and then it went, I got real heavy into Slipknot and like, you know, just recently Joey Jordison passed away as well and everyone's super crushed about that. I'm crushed about that. That fucking sucks, man. I remember seeing them for the first time back in 2008 and it was pretty much their original lineup that they had there too. It was Paul Gray was in there before he passed away. All Yeah, like Chris, the fucking sucker with his nose guy was still in the <laughs> band uh and joey jordison was still playing like and he would he that whole fucking spin around shit yeah, that he yeah. does he he did it there at the at the show it was so cool to see it was insane and yeah no i was, I was crushed about it to be honest because yeah like they were like one of the first bands i truly got into that got me into this sort yeah, of yeah. S- journey of music that i've been on now i mean like i listened to I, I like to listen to a lot of shit, but very early on, that's what it was. I'm like, fucking yeah, like devil, like really into it, like fucking yeah. It was just that whole spiel. You went went down that rabbit hole, you know. And then I come out of it now, just like really appreciating a lot of where, uh, like a lot of the music that I used to listen to and how far it's come. Because some of the bands are still going yeah, out yeah. of that, you know, and they've. You know, they've grown the same amount of time that I've grown and it's just really interesting to hear their progression of sound over time compared to what I listen to a lot of these days, which is usually like sort of psych you up, beat down music uh, just because I'm just so fucking frustrated at the world these days and it's a really good coping coping mechanism for me is like I listen to that intense shit and it just, that relaxes me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I genuinely get like zend out like i even talked to my psychologist about this as well and he's like even when he brings up music that he knows that i'll like he notices straight away immediately my my mood changes you know i could be talking about something really fucking frustrating i could have been having a really fucked month and i haven't seen him for a while and then he'll bring up something like as he did he was like have you heard like slaughter to prevails new shit and something like that and it's and to be fair it's really funny hearing it from him because if you look at him he is just a typical sort of mid to late thirties, early forties, short hair, glasses, a little bit on the uh, like more to love side of things. Yeah, yeah. And he, j- you just like look we all at, are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it, but it's that face, right? You just look at him and you think, there's no fucking way he even knows what a Slayer is, right? And sure enough, like that's how me and him clicked, and we started getting on so well. Is the fact that one of his favorite bands was Slayer and I'm like fuck off really and he's like yeah and he just like listed off all the early Slayer albums and his favorite ones and like banger songs and I'm like he's got good taste too you know like he likes his good thrash and then yeah he throws out the Slaughter to Prevail and immediately he notices like how I'm talking about it and I'm like yeah it's a fucking sick song I really enjoyed that I was listening to it at work and then that same day I went to throw axes and then listened to it and then he's like that's your thing that's that's, that's your thing man like that's that's what helps you get through shit you know and 
I'm sure everybody, it's really hard for a lot of people, I think, at the moment to try and find what really helps them get through at the moment because it's just yeah. been... Probably a lot of it is social, like seeing friends, being around people. And if, that, of, if that's taken away... A lot of people have, you know, sort of grown up or not even so much grown up, but have adapted to knowing that that is their comfort, socialising and hanging out with people and having a drink or this and that. You don't even have to have the drink, it just, just you know, in, in general. Uh, and then not being able to do it for a certain period of time and not knowing how to cope with it or not knowing the means on how to cope with it. What the f- fucking, what do you do? You know, like <laughs> you shit. Go, on, you go online all the time, I guess. Go, you go online and then you spiral into conspiracies, you know. And no, I'm not saying that's what happens with every one of them. But that is also sort of how it happens, though. You need something to to get you through this time of uncertainty. And and it's very, very easy to latch on to something that gives you that sort of sense of relatability and like, oh, I was yeah, thinking definitely. that too, you know. Uh, and it's it's just sort of like a changing of the times. I was talking to Tom Tanuki recently in that episode. Or contextually, this this will make this is going to be coming out next week, or if you hear this right. And then Tom's is it is time going, travel. Podcast? Yeah, it's one of those ones where you've got to start thinking Inception, bro, or you know, one of those ones. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Journey, some shit like that, right? And so Tomo's is coming out tomorrow. Uh, and then yours is going to be coming out next week. So I'm going to try and see if I can do <laughs> weekly ones again. But it's, look, come on, again, like we're talking about, it's really fucking hard to do shit in these times at the moment. Everybody's schedules are really hard to work around. And Have you felt like you've run out of people? Not yet, no. No, because there are a lot of people I do want to talk to and shit. It's just yeah, yeah. some of them, uh, it's just getting around to doing it timetabling yeah Yeah, yeah. and and not just that too but also like my general headspace some days i'm like ready to do it but then like when it gets to the time i'm like i i I got nothing i got nothing i just fucking had a hell of a day i just swear to god i've just walked over like fucking 12 k's uh and i've got that on record with me fitbit you know and sometimes i go real hard at work what do you do for work um i just I, i work in a warehouse um okay. i just i live paint every day like but a, a lot oh yeah you know it's Palette to paint yeah like legit i wrapped up three pallets myself today of of paint that are going out over the next day and like then there's just like built like painting for ha- paint for houses. roof paint uh, yeah, is yeah. one of our biggest sellers but we also do like solvent paint for con- like uh, concrete driveways and that oh, sort of yep. shit exposed driveways um, f- uh, like the metal, like uh, what are they called? The color bond fences. Like we got paint, oh, yeah. we got paint for that. Uh, got fence paint. That's all, you know, all, all sorts of paint. Come, come check, <laughs> come check out. <laughs> I'm doing a plug for my for my company. This podcast um, is brought to you. By oh, mate. <laughs> I should hit them up and see if they would do. No, they'd tell you, fuck off, mate. Just if your fence needs painting. It, it, <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Um, but no, I wouldn't. I would. I, I love working for those guys. Seriously, like I've been one of the one of the lucky ones that uh, at the very start of COVID when it happened had to lay off a bunch of people. Well, not even so much that that happened. Just just front on, man. Yeah. Um, it was more to the point that I just got hired by them, and then a month later, COVID hit. And there was this whole big uncertainty of whether or not oh, we're going yep. to work or not or we're going to shut down. And I was a casual. So what the fuck do you think is going to happen to a casual? Going to have to go on JobKeeper, aren't I? You last know? two. Last yeah. two. Be and employed first to... 
yeah, so I was real worried. It was a tense time and basically we got classed as essential because we actually started stocking uh, surface sanitizer and hand sanitizer yeah. spray and stuff. It was just one of the new things that we were sort of starting to branch out into, right, and see if we could pretty, start selling. Pretty good timing. It was. I even said, did, did old mate know something was going down, <laughs> did he? You know, light bulb above the head, fucking stirring some shit. And he is no, we, no. We might have just, the it was have all, the real source of, yeah. of COVID. There's a conspiracy. We've got, to, we've got to talk to some of these business people, eh? Let's see what they knew. No, fucking stop it, stop it. Um, so it was it was lucky that we got considered essential at that time, and so we kept on going. And uh, boss man at the time basically said, "Look, no, we 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 want you, we want you here. We want you to stay on. We we like you." So. And that, that actually felt really good too at the time because it had been a fair while to that point where I'd worked for a company that I actually felt like they gave a shit about yeah, yeah. their work. You're not just a fucking That's number. pretty important. It really is to me nowadays because my last job I had a huge falling out with and it was just a huge fuck around and it fucked my head up real good. You know, Totally makes a difference who you're working with. Yeah, and especially if you have the benefit of being able to work with a small crew. It's yeah, yeah. There's four of us. That's it. And the third, and one of them isn't usually there all the time, so it's usually just three of us, and so and those two are usually in the office half the time anyway, doing the the calls and the fucking and the booking of couriers and that shit, and it's me out in the warehouse lifting all the fucking paint and shit. But you know, honestly, you you lift it the right way, it's not a problem, and it's not like that we're always constantly under the pump. It's just like I've got work there to do all the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm lifting fucking pain every every day thankfully we uh the queensland laws changed recently where we were the only only state for a fair while that was going where we could have drums of paint in 20 liters or more oh, yep whereas every other state was in 15 yep you know and so we've only just started changing over to the 15 liter drums and stuff as well and we used to have probably 20- give you a few extra years out of your back oh my god yeah the the general purpose primer that we stock which is it's this dense fucking shit right it's it's good it's good product right <laughs> nothing wrong with that but it's fucking heavy oh my god and even in 15 liter drums it's like oh yeah it feels like 20 so they used to be in 20 liter drums yeah and yep. they felt like 25 30 i don't know what it is that extra five liters just made it feel like you're lifting big sag uh big bags of sand like heavy, dense bags and like trying to heave them over your shoulder sort of thing. That sort of vibe, right? It was just so stupid heavy. And so when they actually went down, I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> praise Jeebus. Like I was waiting for this day because, yeah. Um, and, you know, like it's that sort of like workplace where like the first thing of the morning, like before I even usually like start doing anything, sip of the coffee, I'm, I'm lying down on a piece of cardboard and stretching doing the whole fucking yoga shit, whatever. And boss man's just like, on you, man. Keep that back in good form. I don't want you to fuck your back up, you know. He's not He's not like, hey, 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 time is money. He's like, no, he's... It's not a yoga studio, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I always say to him, I'm like, you want me to work longer? This is helping my back, mate, you know. Not stirring or anything. But it's just like, that's the sort of workplace i'm now in right now and it's just I'm, I'm just really fortunate in in where i am and i know that and i understand a lot of people right now aren't in that boat yeah so yeah. i do what i can to try and chip in and help 
where I can with what money I can spare. And like, I'm always going for music bands and stuff like that or artwork or, you know, the, the artists of the scene, that's where my money's going at the moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm always buying records or cassettes or something like that. That's, that's my way of trying to help and uh, contribute to the, to the local scene in particular as well. But um, just, just the music scene in, in general, like, if people keep buying, yeah, well, records. it's pretty important. It means a lot to to a lot of people, and, and I think like being in a band is probably one of those things for people that keeps them sane. Like the actual act of being in a band, you yeah, know, you know, you got a band like Clowns, right? Who at one point was pretty much touring three hundred and sixty five days a year, right? That's, like that's they tough, were tough living. That's oh, hard living. That they, I think, I think one of the total year, road dogs. They were just they were hardballing for so long, but that's that's the thing, right? They they got that mentality of like we're just gonna fucking slug this out and play shows all the time for uh, all the time for a certain period, and get our feet set in, and then that way we won't have to play shows all the fucking time. We'll be sort of in a more comfortable. Hats position. off to them that they didn't like murder each other or just just you know whatever get the shits. That's. That's, oh. that's hard work doing that. I'm sure. I'm sure there would have been some form. Would have been moments. <laughs> moments. Yeah, of course, right? When you've, you're just on the road all the time, there's no sort of stability, and you know, everybody's way of coping is different. Not everyone likes certain ways of coping mechanisms, and you know, sometimes it can be good kinds, and sometimes it can be kind of toxic kinds, you know, and that can always start some shit, and you just you just never know. But obviously, they're still around, and they're still a thing. You know, and I'm pretty sure they still got the same lineup, or only maybe one recent change, or a new a new member mm, recently, or something. Know. I'm not sure, but it hasn't been too like they haven't been like one of those bands that go through constant member changes. You know what I mean? Like they're pretty yeah, yeah. pretty set in stone. You know, and that's just an example, right? There's tons of bands out there that are just fucking workhorses. That was the first one that popped into my head, right? Because I remember just they they put a post up about it one time. And it was just like we've only had like this this amount of days off this year. Holy fuck, we didn't even realize. And it was like maybe like a couple of weeks. I'm like that's fucking ridiculous, dude. You know, as a band and just like, do you imagine like organizing all of that too? Yeah, like it's getting from state to state, venue to venue, country to country, yeah, and having yep. it all line up. Like you'd have to be pretty. Oh, fucking it gives me a headache just thinking about it. I know, right? And just all like the 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 fucking around and the t's and c's and the and just oh, the amount of phone calls that would be done that's my thing i'm i'm having a hard enough fucking time dealing with the um and the one dude that just goes missing all the time and you're like <laughs> fuck we gotta we gotta go where are you yeah what are you doing why's your phone turned off yeah how's that one stewie um Stu rat gurney's terrible for that shit oh so bad it's like yeah yeah no we'll go fucking 25 minutes later it, it's that's not even like taking a taking the piss that's usually the the, the standard you know like i love you man it's it's, it's nothing bad <laughs> <laughs> um fuck what was it talking about before can't even remember I don't um, know, pain or something yeah uh, whatever um oh i'll oh, just chipping in with you know like my way that these times are pretty hard on everyone at the moment and like if you've got the means to be able to help and in any way possible whether it be you know just offering fucking to drive someone somewhere or you know throwing five bucks towards a cd or or, or their merch or 
whatever pay for one of their songs or something like that it does help them yeah you know, that, that's what they do it's 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 like it, it's they're hustlers it's just they're the right kind of hustlers you know there's there's the there's the snake oil salesman and then there's the there's the ones that are genuinely trying to sell shit and make their ends meet you know it's also like um it's good just not for that band, but it's good for just the general health of the scene or like whatever, like just the just the whole thing. It sort of, um, yeah, you know, puts petrol in, in the machine that, that gives you something to do on a Saturday night or whatever. When you were growing up in the scene early on, what were the, the big sort of, what were the sort of issues that were going around then at the time? Like when you would go out, like say you have the sort of day to day issues that we're going through now, and the ones that we have in in, in our scene currently. Yeah, uh, yeah. What what were the kind of issues like back twenty years ago? No, oh, I don't know. Heroin, Nazi skinheads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um. So was it a lot more prevalent back then? Like What's that, that? Like the skinhead sort of. Well, uh, sort of like the um. There were shows at the Treasury Hotel, which is now like the, I don't know, it's called some Irish hotel that um is across the road from the Treasury Casino. Oh, fuck yeah. I know the one. You're not, it's not Gilhoolies. Um, it's, it's got something like that, like an Irish name. O- O'Reilly's? Ma- no. Yeah. Mm, fuck. I know, I know the one you're talking about, though, yeah. But maybe in like the early, mid-90s, there was um like a lot of shows there. Mm. And in the 80s, apparently, that was like a Nazi skinhead pub. Oh, really? Okay. So they would still turn up sometimes and, Yeah, you know, right. I've been, friend, I've friend got glass there one night by... Shit, really? By Nazis, yeah. And there was... there was Like, it wasn't every... Oh, maybe every sure month or two, any, there was yeah. a big... There was a, there was a fight or something. But because, like, that, that sort of um, ideology in itself is not really sort of one that's super popular out there, obviously. So even back then, it, it wouldn't have been, like, in troves, like you see with certain things. No. You know, in that and way. it was but different it would, as well because it was, like, now if someone's, like, right-wing, they're probably, like, a bit of a peanut online or whatever, mm. whereas the dudes then, like, were just more sketchy, violent mm. street dudes or whatever. They get more of a sort of nationalist sort of vibe more than they do sort of the the Nazi sort of vibe. Where no, it was definitely like totally swastika shirts. And oh, all was that. it? Yeah, yeah. Was it? Okay, then fuck what I'm thinking then. I'm thinking that they might just be a little bit more like, we love the country and this sort of stuff nah. more, than, more to the point than it being. Definitely like, seen them like just abuse people because they weren't white and stuff. Yeah, like just, you know, just like pretty nasty just rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Who does that help? And yeah, th- yeah. Th- that that was a thing as well th- uh, that I've was talking about with with Tomo is that this this online sort of persona is starting to sort of I think like in this again my opinion it's uh, it, it feel like it's starting to creep back into like real life you know like you have yeah. these personas online and you have these spats and fights and these these fucking shitheads that start spouting really sort of like weird ideological uh, ideological shit i can't even say the fucking word i'm already getting tired <laughs> um you know they start spouting that shit and then you know you don't really see it in person you don't really notice it too much out in your day-to-day stuff but especially recently now you are starting to see it come out more like 
in in day-to-day stuff like it's not just you see this stuff online anymore you see it happening in person and shit now like, like what what sort of stuff do you mean like you know like um this whole sort of we got to march for our rights and our freedom oh, and stuff yeah, yeah. and then you you are actually getting more of these people turning up than you would usually get like yeah, say, that's pretty crazy it is you go yeah. back a few years and obviously um you'd always see those sorts of signs up like there was a picture I shared where there was a quote from Alex Jones or whatever on yeah. a show and it was this sign stuck on a lamppole in Lismore about satanic globalists or some <laughs> shit that are creating viruses in the world to start their own pandemics, this and that, whatever. And I'm like, this isn't fucking Lismore, right? And go back a few years and you'd see that and you'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, rip it down, think it's funny, fuck off. But now you see that and you're like, you're just seeing it regularly. You're not it's sort of It's sort of... It- like say Lismore, northern New South Wales, that was maybe traditionally like a progressive sort of place. They're a bit kooky. It's sort of weird that not I love weird, North, but I but love, it's yeah, it's sort of like swung round into sort of more right wing. I don't know. Yeah, look, I love I love northern New South Wales. I go there as regularly as I can, and to, before we couldn't, right? I I I'd lo- I loved going down to Brunswick Heads. I loved going down to Mullum. I love yeah, going yeah. down to Byron and checking out there. Not I don't. I used to always do. go camping at Pottsville, like yeah, sleep Pottsville. on the beach there. It was pretty nice. Pottsville's nice, yeah. I, I usually, if I ever got, I, I never got around to actually like staying at one of the motels or apartments down there in Brunswick, but I've slept in my car a couple of times there. And you just find somewhere quiet, and it's easy to do. Obviously, there's signs everywhere saying don't do that shit, but, I mean, it's pretty easy to sort of cover up the car and make it look like it's just there without yeah, yeah. And you're sleeping in it without bothering anyone you know so i mean i'm i just, I just want a van again holy shit um you want so, a what know, i want a van again <laughs> oh yeah i just got a van the other day oh, oh it looks so good it's very it looks so pretty good nice. you've got to get that thing wrapped man i know a couple of people you should get that wrapped with like a really you get someone to T- tony from two tones auto detailing in mm. Ipswich. hey tony he, yeah. he wants to um paint it up like reverse 18 like he oh right he, he's like runs a sort of semi pimp my ride sort of yeah sort of place. Okay. yeah that and, would be pretty and cool. he was like oh yeah we'll put a black stripe down it blah blah, blah. you could do so many cool things with a van like well, i sort of half because it's a red van and i i sort of half are like oh, it stands out enough it I already just, does I just, yeah i just want to sort of maybe be you should get mildly some, anonymous you should get <laughs> you should get some like Bad habit, like labels or logos made up and stuck on the side. Then, like yeah, keep, def- the, keep def- the color then, but then just start getting some logos or uh, decals and, or shit. And I can made park up. in the the commercial loading zones as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Get get some sort of like flashy the flashlight thing or whatever on the top. <laughs> so when you pull up to a thing, you can have your hazard big, lights big, going. Big career. Yeah. Yeah. Sticker on the side, dude. You got this, eh? <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing you like just straight up. You know, you're pay, like obviously pay for delivery when you buy from Bad Habit Records, <laughs> but expect it to come in a, within the time frame, and it's going to be Borgy rocking up to your house, dropping it off, taking a photo with it in his hand, the parcel, thumbs up. If you're not home, you'll leave it at the door for you. <laughs> Otherwise, he's going to knock on the door and say, "G'day, here you go, have a chat." On he goes. That's service. That's a definitely done that before. <laughs> that's service, mate. Like that's that's a pretty pretty cool thing, you know. Like, and that's a good way to help, like, to get people 
knowing that you are DIY. A real, you're, a real person, a real not person, a robot. Not a robot. You've got real thoughts, <laughs> yeah, you know, and you're, you're genuinely passionate about what you're doing. You want to sell records and you love music, you know. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 what is really important, I think, especially to focus on in this time right now. You know, like uh, so much craziness going on. If you've got a passion, now's a real good time to sort of focus and focus on it. You know, or even yeah, I think a lot of people are maybe regrouped, rethought, thought about life and whatever. Yeah, some people have uh, definitely done that. And it's been a real good. Oh, I think I'm gonna. I gotta say it as well. Like I don't hate all the New South Wales people <laughs> as well. I just remembered that I was going on to say that I don't hate them. I know people down there. They're beautiful people. Um, obviously, the one percent is what ruins it for you lot down well, there. You the one percent, yeah. Mark Bolton yeah. from Shackles ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I I always have that that image in my head of those fucking idiots. Um, protesting in Mullum to stop the 5G <laughs> tower coming in, and they got it to go. I don't know if it's still if they managed to get it in there now or not, but that time when that happened, they actually got it to go away. It's yeah, only like it's it's just really disappointing to to know that like that sort of um like I don't know what if the whole the rest of the country has this like speedy internet then Mullumbimby is like. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird because you, you, I guess you just don't really know until you give it some time because it's always a, it's a new thing. Like yeah, when yeah. anything's new, obviously the the research or the data is only going to be fresh and new. You're not really going to know how well it does speed wise until you give it, a, you know, at least yeah, six yeah. to twelve months at least to actually record and see how it's gone. Give it some comparable data. Uh, data to I sort to of assume off. all the tests have been done and they're like, oh, yep. All right, this isn't. You should, yeah. You should probably have that done before you roll it out. Too, yeah, right? yeah, there should be some way of being able to do it before you roll it out. But I mean, first and foremost, this, it, we would have better internet to begin with anyway if we'd actually gone fiber optic and not stuck with copper with yeah, this yeah. The whole NBN rollout. To it ended up costing us more anyway to maintain the copper and shit like that. Rather, if we'd just gone all out and upgraded to fiber optic and we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, would, yeah. You know, they saw the initial cost. Well, the conspiracy theory in that was that, that um, Murdoch said, like, no, don't do that because everyone will get Netflix and, and it'll kill Foxtel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for some reason I feel like that could totally be a thing. Yeah, I would. Could I totally be a thing because, I mean... Cause I think him and Tony Abbott would... The tight bros from oh man they're they're best buds they 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 love each other a lot those two um it's just one of those things where you have someone that pretty much has like a really strong hold on what most people see from day to day and then they're able to pick the narrative they're able to t- talk about what they want to talk about and and hag on who they want to hag about and have their popular presenter be the one that does it you know like yeah it's yeah people like fucking and like sky news is the biggest one at the moment like as i found out apparently i should uh check out sky after dark is uh, that like the the what do you call it this is where all the conspiracies are coming from right like sky after dark like it's 
fucking wild, apparently. Like, Tomo's thinking about doing a, a, a series out of it, like like a reaction sort of thing <laughs> to hearing some of these things that are being said. But it, you, you, I think if you do that, though, you have to subscribe to it on the regular and pay the money. Yeah, yeah. And I immediately was like, no, don't give them money, bro. Imagine what sort of mad, like, insane person would just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to subscribe to this this news channel. Oh, it's weird because a lot of the platform, because, it like, obviously you can get it through Foxtel. It's not on free-to-air TV. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people still have Foxtel, though, but... My parents do, I think. You know, uh, there's, there's still a, a fairly decent audience that has it, um, you know, in their house. But what they've also done is they've adapted and they've gone online and they share a lot of their videos and their content in, like, those four or five-minute snippets that yeah, yeah. people will tolerate. And they they sell they well not that they sell but they sponsor these ads as well right and so you're getting up you're getting on the regular like at least half a million people watching their videos on the regular yeah that's crazy that's a lot of people that are watching this stuff whether or not they believe it or not it's like when I was talking to you earlier about fucking egghead right like he's got <laughs> over three hundred thousand people that that's the guy um, who cracked an egg. Oh yeah, oh, Fraser Con- context. Oh, they'll they'll understand because your episode's coming a, coming out a week after, oh, yeah, and I cool. just had this. No, 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 <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I just remember this too because I'm trying. It's this whole working back a week thing. It's so fucking dumb. I should change that. Really. I just thought people might be thinking of yeah, like no, a friend yeah. of ours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm just I just call him Egghead now. Like I can't call him Egg Boy anymore. That stood for something. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. That stood for something, you know. That had a really strong meaning uh, at the time, and now it's just he's just an he's just an egghead. So he's gone um conspiracy. He's mode. gone, yeah. He's gone fucking. He's been pilled. He's been he's been egged. Yeah, egg pilled himself. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the that was the point I'm getting at as well is that he's got a huge audience of really impressionable people and i know this because when when i called him out and he actually responded to me which i I was quite giddy about (laughs) because i've never had that happen to me before um i actually had a couple of his fan base hit me up and a lot of them were very young very and very impressionable like i said and the very funny thing and i'll use this as an example because i didn't i didn't quite get a chance to explain it um when i was talking to tom last week but he, uh, uh, sh- the the person, this person messaged me, and was like, "Can you explain to me why you're saying this sort of stuff and kind of attacking Will for just <laughs> you know saying what you know saying his piece and trying to get the word out?" And I just shared a post back to her saying, "It's not. I'm not attacking him. He's just not. Tr- he's not correct. He's wrong." And I'm just your average Joe Blow and I've worked that out, you know, and I'm just trying to say that this guy has a huge audience right now and he's telling people that he thinks this and that or I'm just asking questions. Shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> it's it's not right, you know. So I was just pointing out the fact that whatever he was talking about uh, wasn't true and I sh- I showed my, my evidence and my, my proof of this and... My, I didn't even get a, a, an acknowledgement back of the post I said. It was a, a response back from them showing a picture of 
these look to be honest the picture didn't really make much sense to me so i don't understand how it made sense to her um and then it was the first the first sentence she said to me was the cdc is showing dot 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 right now i don't know if anybody knows too much about how health systems work right but the cdc isn't even fucking australian it's the american health system the cdc is not the world health organization the cdc does not tell everybody in this world you should be doing this so like what she was saying like so she's immediately told me that the world is relying on information from the cdc right now so i've immediately gone okay okay stop stop you, you you're talking about the wrong organization right now the cdc's america you're thinking of the who you're thinking of the who right now if you're going to try and undermine anyone at the moment if you're going un- to and take it to Roger Daltrey. <laughs> and in particular if you're going to try and undermine you know anybody's advice or whatever or any country's advice if you want to undermine australia's try the ama which is the australian medical association Gave him a thumbs up reply back as well with that because it's like you're you're trying to tell me about this information and whatever and then at the very end of your reply being peace bro you know just trying to get the facts out I'm like what you're not even talking about the right fucking health system in the right country for one and you're not even talking about the right organization yeah so yeah probably um. You're not really. Like it's a, it's yeah, like I wasn't a anxiety dick. Anxiety of the whole thing. Yeah, like I wasn't. People a bit mad because I've, I'm trying. I'm pulling myself back in now because if if this is the sort of thing that is going to happen a bit more, then I need to not fucking be my usual snippy self and be like <laughs> you're a dickhead. I just need to like tone it down a bit and not. No, you be can too just much wait your dick. whole life arguing with people on exactly, on and that's that's not healthy either. But you know, I just sent it can back. Can be sort of funny sometimes. Oh, maybe. this! I I was like in tears, laughing like <laughs> at the fact that she said the CDC, uh, and it was just one of those things where like I'm like I know what you're trying to get at, but you, you you're obviously being fed certain things that just you're either just believing straight away or not even looking into really because if you had, you would know that the CDC is not even is not the World Health Organization, is not the one that is putting out the information in regards to wearing the mask and giving this sort of information out to the public, right? That's the WHO. CDC's got their own shit to worry about in their own dead shit country at the moment that's incredibly indecisive right now as well. They're splitting up real bad. It's getting real shitty over there with this whole divide of people and they're also getting another rush of... um, uh, what do you call it? The Delta strain running through oh, yep. America again now, and they're all like, "Come on, guys, get vaccinated." There's there's still a few people that I haven't followed through with it, obviously, and because it's turned in like, and this is what a lot of them do as well, is that they try and turn it into like, "We're all into this together," but you need to believe what I'm saying over anything else, you know. And then there's that's where the divide comes, right? Where you're like, "Oh, this doesn't really make sense," and then you question it but then you become the sheep, you know, and it's just the, it's really toxic and it's bad and you can spiral into it really easy. And I've, you know, I've, I've been caught up in it over the last year. I can't imagine anyone that hasn't during these last two years. If you've managed to, good on you because... Have you been vaccinated? Um, not yet. Not yeah, yet. Me either. And I should. I, look, apparently you've got to register online. Mm. Like it's quite a procedure. 
and you know, there's been people bitching and moaning about the fact. Oh, I don't need to disclose whether or not I've been vaccinated or not. You know, I mean, why have you got such a fucking issue with it now? All of a sudden, you never had a problem saying you've been vaxxed for the flu. Never been, never had a problem saying you've been vaxxed for hepatitis or fucking at the tetanus shot and this and that. You know, there's a lot of things that we rely on vaccination wise. Why all of a sudden you want this? Yeah, no, we're cracking the lolly jar open. We got the sherbies. Fuck, I haven't had these in ages. So I wonder <laughs> if they're they'll be interesting if they're in date still or not. Um, yeah, like what? Why have you suddenly got a problem with this sort of shit? And then you're coming out and being like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. You start getting in this mentality. You start bringing shit back like polio. You know, you know, like polio's not in the world anymore because it fucking got vaccinated, right? There was actually a case recently, I don't know, maybe within the last five to ten years where there was someone actually got polio, but it was because, you know, they were in sort of that uh, a, a communal area that was sort of susceptible to be one of those uh, anti-vax sort of groups. Wasn't there an know? outbreak of in Fiji? Could or have like been. a Pacific could Island that, that there was a big could have been. anti-vax sort of thing and then... Could have been if that's what if that's what I'm referring uh, what I'm thinking of maybe I don't know but I know I remember hearing within the last five or so years someone getting a case of polio you shouldn't be getting that man like do you want to go back into you want to get what what do they used to call them the iron lung or the iron curtain thing or whatever it was and that was one of the ways that you had to fucking treat that shit and it's like this ridiculous uh, contraption that was just so fucked right and some steampunk medical oh, procedure just something yeah right and we we well, it's not that we cured it it's that we eradicated it because we got a vaccine a vaccine for it right it wasn't really one of those ones that's sort of contagious and that can mutate per se like you know the uh rona style ones this is just like i just don't understand why people uh, want to try and turn this into a sort of thing when it's really like it's yes people are there's a lot of anxiety around it and it, it, you well, know and i can understand it because and also you know, like like you know the governments have done pretty terrible they things have as done well fuck shit yeah and i'm never i'm never trying to be on the side of that because we all know fucking acap right like and burn fucking fuck pollies man like there's Seriously, have you ever come across one that's done like that you haven't found something bad about? Like, it's pretty fucking hard. It's pretty hard to find a genuine good guy politician out there because a yeah. lot of them have just got their hands in pockets. You know, that's how they get by because that's just what their system has adapted to. It's so ingrained in the way that they do. Yeah, their, I guess you yeah, sort of have to. Yeah, you'd have so many people. In order Asking to, for favours or whatever, but... It's just so ingrained in the way that things are done in that culture that that's just the norm, that if you want shit done, you've got to fucking... Hey, hey, yeah, because hey, I'm, I'm from Ipswich originally, and um, oh, just yeah. recently old, old Paul Pasali, the mayor of, of Ipswich, he he's, very, he's in jail now, I think. And he was like a classic old school, old school mayor that... He, that he, Definitely. A lot of people liked him back in the day, you know. Yeah, you know, but it turns out he was a bit bit of a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, but, but and that's the thing. How long was he doing it for? When did it start? You know, like was he like was he like? Do you think he had those vibes when he first came out as a politician or as a? Yeah, I reckon he did. I reckon a, he didn't even think that it was bad or anything. He just did it. Yeah. yeah. 
I suppose that's Because he was, he was loved by everyone in Ipswich. He's like, yeah. I remember it coming out too and bizarrely being like, you know, not him personally, but just seeing his face when he's heading into the courtroom <laughs> and he's just gone from this all lovey, bubby, uh, lovey bubbly imli- uh, image where you see him smiling and all this shit. And then you, I remember the, the image is burned into my eyes, eh? And he's walking into the to the courthouse, and in the, a dressing gown or something was it? No, no, not that time. No, just just his face. It is just the face of fuck, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. I've been caught, you know. And he's just mean mugging, just so angry, so mad at the world. It was the funniest thing I've seen. I was pretty surprised that he. Like, he actually apologised after mm. it all. And, like, because usually, I don't know, I feel like when, when people stuff up that bad, they just, like, they're not going to admit guilt. They're just going to be like, oh, no, everyone else is wrong. Mm. But he actually, actually, yeah. There's, obviously, there was no hole he could get and go to sort of thing. Like, that was it. Apart from the, so apart so- the hole that he's in now. Yeah, jail. so his saving grace was to at least say sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Yeah, that, that's crazy too, right? Like, just a small town, little area, small town mayor. Oh, would you even... You can't even really call Ipswich a small town. Like, it no, is, it's a city. Like, it's yeah, technically it's a, a city. It's a big place. Yeah. It I think just a ha- quarter has, of a million people. Mm, close. Yeah, I think close too, yeah. Like, it's not... It just seems like that it's like sort of spaced out because it is like it is because the middle of town like a lot of smaller cities had like a a shopping center built like mm. a kilometer away that just just gutted the sort of downtown area did you hear about that shooting that happened in Baval? yeah yeah <laughs> I, I knew where that was too because like i was i was living out there with um uh jess for a little bit yeah yeah uh, uh, down by the river um we were in um oh fuck sadly's crossing Oh yeah, that's where that's where we were. It was look. To be honest, I, I there's look, um some a band Cold Falls, the suburb yeah, next it's to Cold Falls. Really, there's a band called that. They're playing just down the road at Netherworld no tonight. Idea. Is that what they're based off? From like, is yeah, that, they all live in Cold Falls. Oh my god, right? I'd heard of them before, and I thought, oh, I wonder if that's like they're. Oh my god, fuck! How did I not put that together? That's great. Like, look. There's some nice little pocket like Ipswich has got a like a some it's a nice place like yeah, yeah. It, it is a nice place you know it just has it has a lot of characters that I just I didn't really I don't know there's something about like not grew, like if I grew up there sure I probably had that I would have oh, like, it definitely liked has it like more. the has the problems of poverty and mm. like a industrial town where the industry has all moved away it, you know like a classic modern story of working class town where all the jobs are gone yeah 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 i mean like the other thing there's okay so i I wasn't really too much of of a fan of the of the people too much but i did i did like the area i did like the 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 place like it it was it was smaller it was less like if it didn't feel as uh constrictive it, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like it didn't feel like everything was on top of you. Yeah, you know, yeah. So you had to fucking sneak around people, this and that, and like can't find a park, whatever. Like Definitely, when I come into to Brisbane, I feel like such a bumpkin, just mm. sort of walking around, mm. you know, looking up at all the buildings. And yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I still do that sometimes as well because I'm just like, man, I f- it's not even so much like that. I don't 
go in the city uh, on the regular. It's just more like I look up and I'm like, fuck, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this concrete jungle because naturally I just want to be out by the beach or some shit, you know, all the time. I have been for so long and especially in, in all this crap is that I've been fanging to go and just like live out on the beach side for a while. But, you know, got to be an adult. Can't do that. Can't just drop shit and just fucking go because got to pay. <laughs> got to pay. I got no money stashed away. I had to deal with heaps of shit. So you you just you do what you can. And yeah, like you find nice little pockets up out there. And Sadler's Crossing was a nice little pocket where not much shit happened around there because they, yeah, they're all little Sadler's Crossing, mm. Woodend. Mm. Oh, these are all suburbs in Ipswich. Yeah. Um, but Baval, though, I knew... I was born in Coalfalls. Like oh. The house that my parents lived was oh. in Coalfalls. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah right. Um, I, I'm not I'm not actually born from here, uh, from Queensland. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a New South Welshman. Um, if we are going to get, you know... Whereabouts? Uh, Grafton. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was... And, and funnily enough, you know, like... Were your parents farmers or...? Um, no, the old man was a, was a postie. He worked yeah, in the okay. post office and I can't, I can't remember what mum was doing at the time down there, but I know she was, she, when, when, when we came up here, she became a teacher aide. Oh, um, yeah. so she's been doing that and she's still been doing that today. Like, you know, she was, she was a teacher aide at the same school I went to, obviously. So I couldn't really get away with too much shit at school. Although I did get in trouble a couple of times pretty hectically, so... What's what for? Oh, that's that'll be for another time, I think. <laughs> like uh, once once I feel a little bit more comfortable in myself about that, uh, we'll have a chat. <laughs> You'd like but to yeah. come on on my podcast to, to yeah, well, oh, fuck yeah, well yeah. I don't okay. really have a podcast. Don't you know? You don't. Yeah, okay. Well, you should start one. You should start one for the sunny coast scene. That'd be, that'd be good, even if it's only a couple of bands to begin with. At least that way you it's get the pretty fun going. just talking to people. Dude, it, it's, it's nice. Like, I know the studio one, like, I try and have more of a uh, a professional sort of sound. And, and, I mean, like, you do. You get clear sound and sometimes... This, just it, make, this makes me feel like being at Triple Z. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's a nice, it's a nice vibe. And, you know, like... I've just started. I, I want to start doing more Skype recordings and and more in person ones and stuff, even off my phone and whatnot. Would you ever do a video, like a video? I don't know. I've been talking about that recently with a couple of people, and I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird because I. It's it's very much for me. It's more of an imposter syndrome. Like I don't like my face being <laughs> the center of attention in in that way, which is very fucking ironic yeah yeah doing this shit right I've, I've said this time and time again like it's for someone that has the anxiety that he does doing a podcast like this like it's fucking challenging sometimes there's been some episodes have come in and i've been like i don't want to be here yeah yeah it's not the person like you know but you're just like I, I you got to turn it on and be like yeah hey, yeah blah, 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 blah. exactly and there's been just some nights where I've just been like oh man I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna do this I don't know how I really don't and it's just it's a it's it's a nice challenge for me as well to sort of like push through that you know you've done this so many times now man you know how to talk to people so just do it just do it you know so talking on this stuff now is fine but videos I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's. I guess what would it 
yeah, I guess you got to ask if will it bring much more to it or will it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of an interview that would benefit more from being if there being was, in, on film as well. If there was an interview that would benefit from being done in a video where stupid shit was happening or like say there was some sort of activity that was happening to justify it, you wouldn't want to listen to it. You'd want to watch it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So if the content was something along those lines, like even just walking up to randoms and interviewing them and being like, what do you think of the state of the music scene or what do you think of Obama or some bullshit like that, <laughs> right? Uh, then I would do a, a video recording of it because you want to see their visual yeah, reaction yeah. of it. That, that is also a, like a bit of a different thing to what, what oh, you're doing at the moment. It is what I'm doing, but th- as an example, right? Like that would be the sort of reasoning as to why I would start doing it maybe was to yeah, be yeah. that sort of thing. Or, yeah, if you're interviewing bands or artists or something or promoters, venues, and you do something sort of special with them, that would be yeah, yeah. when, you know, it, it could be anything for fuck's sake. Go, uh, I, I do an episode or a recording and beforehand we go and fucking do paintball. And filmed fucking some <laughs> some kind of fucking getting shot in the head with a paintball or whatever. And, you've and got, then got GoPros on and then got GoPros, yeah, edit, yeah, edit yeah, from both views. Yeah, I I got no idea how to do any of that shit. So if someone wants to like tee that up for me, I'll pay you. Uh, you know, we, like, we should do it. You and me, GoPro, GoPro <laughs> paintball. Just do one, oh, do one v ones or some shit like what, with the guests. You what, know, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, come on and. And then, like, it'll just be that or that people, one or two people, and go out and do something stupid, whatever, like a challenge or something. I would film that and do that. That's different because uh, there's less focus on more so my face and what I'm doing and more so what the actions of everyone are doing. Like, it's not just fucking rot on me, you know. It doesn't feel like that way to me anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. It's I got a lot. I, I think about a lot of shit. Like I, more to the point, I overthink a lot, and that quite often gets me going. Oh, I don't know, and uh, quite quite often not taking the plunge, you know, because I'm yeah, yep. too overly cautious about a lot of things. Mind you, it does help me when I'm driving. Yeah, because yep. you know, during my driving span, I've not had a single speeding ticket, and I've only been involved in two accidents. One of them wasn't my fault, and the other, my brakes locked up in the rain. So fucking go figure, right? You know, so, and that was just a fender bender. So yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty cautious with a lot of things that I do. Um, you know, everybody makes bad mistakes and stupid decisions here and there, you know. But yeah, you know, that's just I feel a like given. my my total maniac impulsiveness has been toned down a lot, and but now it just comes out in. In the form of glow-in-the-dark tracksuit pants. Now that's fucking wild. <laughs> rather though, than, right? rather yeah. than I don't know, other irresponsible it's, activities. It, it's wild, but in a completely different style, right? Like, you know, it, it's still the same word, but in, in this conste- uh, context, it's not the wild where you're, like, out partying, out being able to fucking snort everything under the sun <laughs> like you used to be able to do back in the day. Not you personally, but who knows? You know, it, it's 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 not the same. Whereas now, what's wild to you is fucking glow in the dark tracksuit <laughs> yeah, pants. That is fucking maniac. wild. I love it. I love both sides of it. You know, I can appreciate that. But you know, I would never have thought uh, of um, tracky dacks coming back into coming back in some way. You know, and especially glow in they the dark. They are really ones. comfy. Like if um, oh, they are. Are they? Uh, oh, I'm, they aren't. Like just in general, tracksuit pants. I feel like the older I get, the 
The more I find myself going down, yeah. going down to the supermarket in tracksuit pants. I, I, um, I, I've got a pair of those like hippie pants or whatever they're oh, called. Yeah, 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 I wear them all the all the fucking time, like all the time. And I, I but I haven't reached that stage of wearing them down to the shops yet, though. I haven't I don't know, but I'm, I'm quite it's a big. Com- it's a big step to to take. I feel I don't know what it is, but I feel like it is. I feel like that's the next step. Like I'm like I've I've reached it. Next thing you know, I'll be walking down there. In I feel like becoming barefoot. a dad, you 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 sort of. You you you, you chill out a bit on you, on you do. worrying about these sort of things. When I've I've found when it's just myself going out and about and doing things, when it's just me, I'm more self conscious about myself and what I'm doing. But if I've got the little man with me, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Eh? I'm just my eyes are on him and I'm yeah, talking, yeah. I'm talking to him and responding to him. So I don't even really notice how I'm sounding to anyone around me because I'm just focused on him. So we're having conversations about the big. Uh, big white clouds in the sky <laughs> but right beforehand we're about to get to the crossing and i'm telling him to you know hang on i see the white clouds buddy but we got to stop and look for the cars coming you know and i'm not even thinking about what's going on around me or whatever i'm just focused on him and making sure we don't get run over and that sort of shit so it's your mentality big, does big dad vibes on this podcast tonight oh <laughs> man what do, you, what do you what do you expect you know um uh is, when you have a kid, man, like not me person, you know what I mean, right? But when when you become a parent, um, you, you've either got to change your mentality or, or man, I can understand why in in the old days it was so common for just dudes just to go fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah, like I feel like it's I feel like our like the generation now that's. Like that's just not as accepted as as maybe it was, like a generation or two before. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's more resources now to be able to, you know, get the help you need or yeah, um, yeah. get the support that you're after. You know, like uh, maybe I, as well. Pe- people are having kids older, so maybe there's they're not just total like just literally can, children. I, maybe I, I think that's that 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 has been a trend. It certainly wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, How old were you? I was twenty five. Um, That's still like like my mum had me when she was like nineteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, true. It was pretty. It was pretty common. Jane, Jane, was twenty one. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember dates right now. Oh my god, I was I'm getting to that point now. Holy <laughs> shit, I'm forgetting people's ages. Oh man, I forget my own age. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm forty five. Yeah. But possibly the only reason the only reason I know is I'm one year shy of turning thirty, and I've just found out as well before I hit thirty that I can't sleep on couches anymore because the last time I just did my neck seized up and I couldn't turn it like I could only turn it ninety degrees for like a week. I was like, "Fuck! How does this happen? Um, what have I done to deserve this? I've always slept on couches. This isn't bad for me." And then now. Well, I haven't done it since, but now I'm never going to do that again, am I? Never. Or I'm going to invest in one of those little U-shaped... Uh, <laughs> travel pillows. Travel pillows. And if I do fall asleep, have one on the back of my neck and then have one on the front of my neck. <laughs> so that way, if I fall asleep either way, I'm covered. And they've got nothing going for me. But, yeah, I, I mean... I can still definitely sleep on a lounge in... In like summer with the TV on, oh, there's no yeah. one at home. 
That's, yeah. That's sort of, that's my happy place. That's do- <laughs> that's doable. That's doable. I, I, I don't. But that's always just an hour or so sleep. That's, and then that's what I mean. Like, don't go any longer before than three hours. Before a power nap before the, the family gets home and the, the Cause, madness begins. Because that's what happened to me. I passed out on the couch and it was maybe about three hours I was falling asleep and the position where your neck's kind of tucked down like, you know, on your, on your, on your chest sort of thing. But it's not the... You're doing it on purpose. It's that your head's just tilted forward because there's no support there. And I must have sort of leaned a certain way that woke me up and not realised because it didn't hurt at first because I'm like, oh, it's a bit stiff. It's a bit hay gone. And then I went to bed and then I woke up and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I can't move. <laughs> I had a panic at first. I was like, what happened? What's, what's happened? I can't. My, my neck is so sore. What, what have I done? And then I started like sort of stretching and moving it out, and I'm like, I must have done it when I fell asleep on the couch, but it was only just a slept at a funny angle. Yeah, and then yeah, I was I was fucking wrecked for a week. I still managed <laughs> to be able to slug it out at work, but you know, talking about being in a good workplace, boss man was like, just take it easy. If you need a hand or something, fucking shout out. We're all good. Thank you. You know, so there's one less stress about you know like not overdoing it and give you a little bit extra time to recover. Still going to get myself a massage though. I haven't done that yet. I'm like one of those treat yourself moments. Like I fucked my neck up, so I should go get it, get a, mas- a remedial massage or something like that for it. Give it a bit of a bit of a wake up, you know. Um, fuck, we've been rambling really hectic on this one. <laughs> yeah, eh? this you you do bad habit records, right? <laughs> And there yeah. used to be a bit more, a few more skinheads out in Ipswich back in the day when you were oh, not out music. Ipswich definitely, but Brisbane oh, mainly. Everywhere in there general, yeah. Probably in the early 90s, there wasn't a lot going on in Ipswich at all. Or I wasn't, yeah. re- there was a little bit, but I wasn't really plugged into it. Yeah. I was maybe a bit too young. What, when you, when you look back at what the scene was then to what it is now, do you, do you like to, do you, f- are you, do you fixate on it much a lot, uh, a lot when you think about it? Or Sometimes, like, I don't know. Is it what do you what do you think the standard is compared to the, what the what bands it was are better now? now. Yeah. Like everything's generally better now. Like if sad old dudes will talk about how it was awesome in the olden days, but man, nineties nineties punk. What are they talking about specifically though? That's so good about it back then. I think just because they were more involved in it and they yeah, they okay. were centered in what was going on, and yeah. now it's like you know it's it's not they're just old dudes that who that have disappeared for 20 years and then come back or whatever you know reminiscing on the past can't let yeah, go yeah. sort of thing yeah and don't they probably don't feel like there's a, a as much of a place for them in modern punk it's, it's, i just don't understand that sometimes eh like if you don't like something you don't like something you know you don't have well, to you know like people gravitate to punk cuz they probably have anxieties and and oh, whatever of course. yeah no and I'm, if you go out to a show where you don't know anyone I don't know. Mm. I can understand why people have oh, that reaction. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't anything about like slagging them off or anything. It's just like when when that generally happens when they're like, "Oh, it used to be it better in the old days and stuff." It, it's usually usually beforehand. It's coming. It that comes after they've just shit on the band that they've someone's put music out or they've just seen or they saw live and they thought they were crap. Yeah, and then yeah. they've gone online and they said their two cents or whatever, and it's just unnecessary negative shit right like if you didn't like him you didn't like him why do you need to make him like it's not like oh i can say whatever i want like they've got tough skin like it's all a matter of context right like yeah well i don't think really no one like 
bro so job, for example, right? Uh, bro job, right? <laughs> I don't know what that so, is. Okay, so bro job are like this tech deathcore band, yeah, right? Yeah. But their whole thing is is that they're taking the piss out of the serious side of deathcore. Yeah. And all their songs are about sucking dick and being gay. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's so good. It really <laughs> is. It's the best thing ever. I, they just released a, a, an EP just before, and one of their main songs on there is called The Incel Anthem. Like, it's... <laughs> Oh, it's just good shit, right? And it's really well done too. But, you know, they're like screaming like, I want to suck on your dick until like <laughs> I can't breathe and all this shit. It's really taking the piss, right? But then, and then you get all the real old school, as you would put it, like elitists, right? Will come out and be like, these guys are shit. It's not true music and all this crap. Where, where, where? And then you'll get the guys from Bro Job dealing with that with like flicking them a picture of their asshole, you know? <laughs> they don't care. Because they're yeah, do, I think, they're, I think you know, like it's yeah, I don't know. Being a, a weird bit of old dude, no one mm. takes like it's just like I don't know. It's nothing. It's, it's just sort it's of. It's just interesting to see like why it, I just um, it's hard to understand why it's uh, hard to work out that if you don't like it, don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like why do you have to say oh they're shit? Like you could say that, right? But you're also in this. Yeah, they could say it. Who cares? Like nobody, you know? no one takes them. Like it's just no one takes it seriously yeah. anyway. It's just sort of it's the like, world's full of full of people. Yeah, and most people are just going to scroll past and just think, "Oh, this guy's a fuckhead," right? Yeah, yeah. And then you're just going to someone will tee it off and be like, "Shut, hey, 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 you stop this, stop being that." It's like why are you why are you even saying it to begin with? You know, it's just stupid. I just feel like everyone feels like they got something to say. You know, and now they've that's probably all, um probably like Facebook is. I was like about to say core, that's a core design point of it is making everyone feel like they do you they, think they can say I don't know they have something important to say. Do you think when Facebook first came out, when it did ten, twelve years ago or whatever it was, and they thought this is where they would end up? You think no better better question? Do you reckon Tom from MySpace <laughs> knew that something like this would happen and he got out? He was like, "Now nah, fuck this! I got to shut this shit down. I got to get out of here." No, nah, I reckon. And then he, he went off and he's exploring the world and just being an absolute legend. Is it? Is that what he's? What I, he's I don't know. I, I don't know. Please don't don't like quote me on that because he could be a conspiracy theorist now too. For all I fucking know. So, but all I remember is that that ser- like that sort of that's how sort of things played out though. He he just was like one day like it was popular this and that. He just went, "I'm selling it. I'm done. I'm going." So he took all his money, whatever he did. With Maybe it, he whatever. just saw that it was that 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 MySpace was a dying format. Or, I don't know. I, I reckon it was more a point that he's uh, that he, that he could kind of see because I mean he's he's designed this entire program essentially that people can do this and do that. It's what Facebook does, right? I reckon he's seen what this could potentially become and gone. I don't think I want to be the one responsible for that. Want to go live in a log cabin now? I'm going to go live my life and be happy, right? And just go travel the world. It seems like someone that's thought they've just seen something that they could destroy the world with and went, fuck this, I'm going to go and see the world instead. And then you've got the creepy alien looking dude Zuckerberg or whatever you mean I swear to god he's looking more and more like a gecko every day right <laughs> it's it's creepy it's creepy I remember watching some of his like um uh like investigation things that he was doing uh with the 
Congress and shit like that a while back. Oh, he was on yeah. C-SPAN and just watching him talk. And the, he had no expressions on his face, man. Like, even when he laughed, he was like, ha, ah. <laughs> Like, it's, you know, He's you probably can't, a nerd, right? Like, a, like an awkward dude right from the start. I have, I have to mention, I, I, I realised as I did that, that this is an audio podcast <laughs> and you can't see the face that I made. And the face was literally just laughing without an expression <laughs> or anything, so I had to I had to make note of that because it made me laugh. And I, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> but like I I reckon I reckon Tomo knew uh, Tom saw what could happen. Zuckerberg was like, I don't give a fuck. He realized when he was everyone's friend that it yeah. And because didn't even he, didn't he for one like dog out. Oh, like there was a movie about a social network or whatever. Um, oh, maybe uh, he was friends with people, and he basically dogged his mates and took the idea of Facebook and did it himself. Yeah, I think uh, all those dudes that—that's basically you know—that's sort of anyone that's successful. What really, a, what a solid way to start your new business venture yeah, yeah. by stealing. Like it's <laughs> not even your thing by like, or maybe it's twenty-five percent, whatever. But you've stolen this idea and put it forward as your own. That's a good start to a new platform, isn't it? Like, oh, just maybe it was doomed from the start and now this is where we're at. Every yeah, second thing you massive. <laughs> every second thing you see online now is some someone who thinks they're an influencer or a or a or a grifter or someone who thinks that they need to be the ones spreading the word out and to get people woke and not be sheep and Fight the wait, government. Wake up, mm. Oh, it's the most. I don't. Oh man, uh, <laughs> the it it's so enraging to me hearing that. It's almost like a little switch in your head that you hear that and you just like mm, you just start eyes start twitching. You're like, oh, this is the day that a blood vessel pops in my eye. <laughs> this is the day that I snap. You know, it's one of it's one of the most infuriating things to hear being said because those people themselves are the ones being the sheep by doing what they're doing because they're usually the ones that say that. They're usually yeah, yeah. the only ones that say that. This one core group of people are the only ones that say don't be sheep. Or or people just being, saying it to be funny and ironic yeah, or whatever. Oh, if you're doing it to be ironic or That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny when you, like, do it right, obviously, but... You know, when you genuinely believe it and you start doing that shit, it's, it's a bit concerning, you know. And this this sort of stuff was never around back then, you know. The online age, you didn't... You just There's still definitely conspiracy theories, but I think... Oh, did, yeah, there would have really been... didn't really get, get as much traction or... That's, that's, that's the point, though. It wasn't right? like a... It wasn't a major cultural... Force. The, the only reason maybe it was a little bit, I guess. Yeah, but see, the only but in a would different you have, way. Would you have gotten back then the amount of people that you got in Sydney for those protests back then for something like that? Say nah, if it was back probably then. not. No way. No fucking way, right? There was not a chance in hell that you would have gotten that many Though, people. You know, like if it was um if it was like a worldwide pandemic, I don't mm. know, maybe you would. I'm not sure. It, I guess it's, I guess, look, I don't know. It just doesn't seem believable, right? yeah, yeah. you know, to me. Like, it, it's just 
crazy. It's an interesting and thought experiment. Yeah, <laughs> right? There's just so much weird shit going on right now, and I can understand why people uh, are afraid and I guess very much uncertain, you know, because even for the music scene right now, we're cooked. We are yeah, so yeah. we're so fucked right now. Like it's it's bad. You know, but there's and in in the valley there's there's probably like six venues. Like it's it's bad, but it's also in a lot of ways probably a lot more there's a lot of potential for it to be really good. There is potential there, but there's we're 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 trying to the problem is though, is that we we've had mm. to dig our holes that little bit more and now we're coming out of it again, but we're only not a hundred percent sure if we're gonna be able to, right? It's 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 like what you were saying before with um with like selling your, your CDs and stuff like that, where it can be it can be good on some days, it can be bad on on others, right? Well, what if that's your livelihood, right? Yeah, some yep. days are better than others, right? And you're a muser. How the fuck are you supposed to survive? A lot of people that want to get into this are trying to do this for a living. Yeah, yeah. And the the support and uh, communication between what we can and can't have at, at venues and stuff. Like, this is the stuff that you should be genuinely mad about with, with um, like, for, for local council and states and shit like that. For me you know? personally, like, I am mad and frustrated. But also, like, for me, punk has just always existed. With, yeah. You yeah. know, like, it's always been shows on at halls or it's always had shows shut down. Like, it's always been in the state yeah. of working against... The, the general mm. powers that be like it's never been an easy road anyway it's so it's like i agree that it's that it sucks and it mm. shouldn't be like that but all i think i'm just subconsciously just take it take it in my stride a little bit or just to like well it, it's, it is what it's it just is. another thing that that needs to be navigated and worked out yeah like you you grow and adapt right like yeah, I, yeah. I get it i get it it's just very frustrating though when even the level of support that is offered is garbage yeah, you know, yeah, right. Like so, it's all well and good to you know to put the olive branch out, right, and offer that support. But if what you're offering is like crumbs, yeah, yeah, I don't want fucking crumbs. And definitely, people have like you know? invested, invested like that's what I mean by thousands that, of dollars that, that and whatever, fitting out a bar that they or you know whatever, opening a restaurant. COVID hits. Right, like what's, that's a pretty your, big. That's a pretty security? big fucking biscuit to eat if you if it yeah. goes under, you know. Yeah, like what are what are insurance companies doing now in terms of their policies with like flights or or just anything in general? Right, adapting to this cancellation of things, know, yeah. locking down and stuff like that. What are the new policies going to be like when you get caught out in something like this and you can't, you get stuck between borders or something and you're not able to go to this? Like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, we can't do anything. Well, something's got to change because if you're going to stop me from entering in here when I've already paid for all this, and you'll pol- you know, like if policies don't change to adapt to that, you're going to have a, a lot of angry people, right? Yeah, Which you yeah. already are getting now, but it's for the wrong reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of this was just spread shit through, like it, it, a lot of this was those marches, marches, um, they were all sort of spread online through Facebook and shit. You go yeah, through yeah. a lot of comments, like, um, and got a couple of links at home, which were like showing examples of like how many posts, like the the flyers for that march were. Yeah, yeah. 
like how many like groups and and major Facebook pages were getting these were in sharing their feeds. It. Well, not sharing it, but more so they were being posted in the comment sections. Yeah, yeah. So like all your major news outlets that are on Facebook, they all copped it. It was pretty weird. It's pretty surreal to look at too. Like you just got this list of like uh, Channel 9 News, Brisbane or whatever like that and you scroll through the feed and then you see the flyer for the fucking Freedom Marches. You go over onto even ABC and shit like that. It's in there. Fucking Freedom Marches shit. SBS, Sky. Oh, it's fucking all over Sky. So you don't even need to question that one, right? You know, you, you constantly, even if it's trying to be taken down on posts or from people's pages and shit like that, people are just flooding it in the comments. Yeah, whether yeah. they be bots or or whatever. Generally, it's as we've seen. A lot I always of people, wonder if, like, if it if it's if it's like a few people with ten different accounts, or you know, like if what what the story is there. There that was. Sort of thing? Um, yeah, Tomo actually got a chance to talk to one of the anti-lockdown organisers that that happened just recently and he's got a podcast or something coming out about it or an interview, I think it was, something. So I don't know enough about it, but, like, basically he was just, like, the the fucking... It's just mind-boggling how how their cogs work, right? It's just... Sometimes you want to be able to bring them back sometimes, but you just know that they're gone. (laughs) They're too far gone, you know? And so it was, he said it was really sort of like concerning just like how, like they're just a normal person. Yeah. They're just like me or you, right? (laughs) That's the, that's the thing. Like, and they're, they're the ones that have essentially got the ball rolling and organizing this massive fucking protest in the middle of the. It's probably their thing. Like how we're talking about listening to music or, Buying mm. tapes, that's, o- that's organizing a lockdown, <laughs> <laughs> organizing a conspiracy <laughs> protest. That you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Look, you know, uh, they, I guess if you look at it that way, you're like, oh, like it just puts it in a different perspective. Like, how do you stop these people from? Well, and here's a good example, though, right? Like uh, Sky News, right? Peter Credlin, she's one of the news presenters that's on on there. She's still saying that. The reason that Melbourne had their second big lockdown, the one that they had, not this one gone or whatever, but when they started having that second huge outbreak and they had to lock down again and they were locked down for like, what, three months? Um, She was saying, and she's still being saying, still has been saying to this date, that the reason for that second outbreak was because of the Black Lives Matter protests that happened around the same time, right? But... I think that had been disproven um, yeah, that yep. that wasn't the case, but you're still. But also, like, like it's like it was a group of people it was. gathering together, yeah. like the football. I don't, you know. The difference know. was though they wore masks. Yeah, yeah. That's the fucking difference. So, yeah, like, yeah. I remember seeing the images of all the people fucking there. Like, yeah, yeah. It, you got to say at least eighty to ninety percent of them were wearing, were wearing masks. masks. Yeah, Whereas yeah. this one just gone. That there were there's footage of guys screaming at coppers who were wearing masks, and one guy even you could see like trying to grab the mask with his finger off the copper's face. Yeah, yeah. Like, asking for it, right? Like, take your mask off. You can hear it. Take your mask off, you sheep. Take your mask off. <laughs> trying to grab it. Like, man, it, and it cuts away just at yeah, the man. last second. 
Like, it's like, man, I reckon he probably got the shit kicked out of him. That's why the camera <laughs> cut away because he's trying to touch a copper's face right now. Oh. And yeah, not one of them are wearing a mask. Not one. Is man at, at the um sort of related story mm. at Riverlink in Ipswich, mm. like a few months back, I was there and there was there was a couple that didn't have a mask on. Yeah. yeah. And a, some old guy was like, Oh, I wear a mask, you dickhead or whatever. Mm. And then this couple just started yelling at this old dude and the woman got out his her phone and started filming him going like, you're a pathetic old man. Why do you wear this butt? Like just blasted oh, this. She started going like, why are you wearing it? And stuff? Yeah, yeah. When oh, he, wow. He, he like said to them like, oh, you meant to wear a mask or something. I don't know. He, Have you got an exemption? Have yeah. You, or, you, I, you I don't know. know. I, can't, I didn't. I only sort of half heard it. Then I just heard it. Just saw them yelling and the woman mm. was filming him. Going like just abusing him. I, I like, know exactly man. what the the kind of like how that would have rolled out too. I know because I've been seeing these things all the time. Talking about algorithms earlier before we started recording too. Like you know, once I was, was going to yell out "World Star" in the background. World Star. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been great. Would have just completely ruined the, mo- <laughs> yeah. uh, the mood of the video too. Or it would have been good if you just heard someone in the background go, "Shut the fuck up, idiots." <laughs> Just like, yeah, Ipswich. I was a bit in shock when I saw it. I was like, what? You see it on on videos all the time, right? But when you see it in person, (laughs) it hits you different, eh? I was just walking past and was just like, oh, what the devil? Yeah. Oh, well, I just had that quick flashback because it reminded me of like, when these people do these things in in person, it's just, it, it kind of shocks you sort of stuff, right? And I was, talking earlier about egghead um he was at these protests right yeah, yeah. there's footage of him being at the protest being interviewed by rv yemeni right but the funniest that's thing of, of, that's a weird weird oh, combination see, it's f- so fucking weird right um just piece of shit with a impressionable turning into a piece of shit right like just great whatever Market yourself like a journo, yet, you know, behind closed doors you like to hit women with chopping boards, you know. <laughs> Fuck off, you dickhead. You know, and the funny thing, the funniest thing about this, though, is that he's asking him the questions, this and that, and then he's, oh, mate, Will is like, I'm just standing in front of the, like, it's, it's really scary, but, like, all I wanted to do was just say my thing, but also, like, I was just standing in front of the coppers, uh, in front of the cops, I was just meditating. I was praying and meditating. That's pretty Yeah. Like, and then the video sort of cuts off because I it's it's I don't I want to watch it, but I didn't have time. I was on my way to come to you. <laughs> I'm like seeing some of this stuff right before I come out the door and I'm like, oh my god, fuck it hell. And yeah, he's He's gone like full hippy dippy. Like in his in his uh, profile info, it's got like frequencies for like depression and like like listening frequencies to to like help with depression or like some shit like that. I'm like, nah, modern, bro. Modern, modern world <laughs> drives people insane. I'm I'm sorry, bro. I, like, I I I have depression, and I'm gonna tell ya, like. My method is seeing a psychologist. Maybe you just need the, the you need better frequencies. And I, I I I take medication to help with mine. It just so happened that's the path I went, and I found something that actually kind of helps with with my 
frequencies, you know? Like, I don't <laughs> need to listen to whatever the fuck it is you're talking about. And this, he's, like, started sharing these fear flow charts and stuff like that. And it's real hippie. It's not even the good kind of hippie shit. It's sort of sad in a way when people, like, it, you can just sometimes just see people losing their mind a little bit. It's in, and, like, and oh, man, I guess this is, this is sort of like a, a, a new world, I guess a, a new start to like the kind of topics, I suppose, because in reality, there's not really much music going on at the moment. And my podcast is about the local music scene and there's fuck all happening right now. And they're, they're, they're trying their best and we haven't really got the support and the funding available right now. And uh, we, we do have, have some rolling funding? through. Have you ever got funding for... For the your podcast? podcast? No, no, I've never really thought about it, eh? Like, I, don't, I don't know, I've just always... I've, I've never really, full, like, gone full full boil in, in, in the way of, like, just going hard out with the podcast. Because, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's probably probably grants or something for... for, I'm, sh- for I'm, the, like, sh- I'm sure there would be, and, like, if I put... It's, it's not that so much that I treat it as a... Ho- like, I don't think of it as a hobby, but, like, in the way that... It's always the most comes annoying... Out, fucking cunts that get the grants all the time oh my god it is it really <laughs> is and the ones that just like they always seem so clickbaity when you watch them and like what their their talking points and discussions and how they speak they're just very clickbaity and like and subscribe and all always this and that and it's just i guess the there's there's elitism in me in that yeah, topic. There, there is ads on yours, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that's just generated ones though, right? Like How's uh, that work? Is that like I think I think um I was a bit surprised the first time I heard that. I was like oh, I think we is- we never used to, but it was more to the point that, you know, okay, things are getting a little more expensive and we need to move the TNC mod like base out what's, what's into TNC? TNC is that's not counter productions, which is what I do this podcast under. It's up on the sign right oh, there. Okay, for you. so what's what's their you story? Know? So that's not counter productions. We'll we'll touch up on this again. Well, you know, I'm I'm looking at this as like a new season of the Shane Oliver experience. So let's let's start this as season three. Okay, you know, so it's <laughs> just fucking whatever. I've done two seasons, and we're going to start the third one. And this is with Borgie, and it's a great way to start. Is this that's the um? Is this what season is it? Autumn. Season three, number one. We'll go that. You know, it's a good start. I've done. So it's it's essentially like the seasons of the years. You know, so I've done been doing the podcast for like almost three. You're going on three years now. So holy shit, right? What the fuck have I been doing? <laughs> um, yeah. So, so what's, TNC. What's, what's, yeah. So, so they do they do other podcasts as yes, well? Yes. So TNC is a, a big. Essentially, just think of it as like a big bubble. And yep. inside the big bubble, there's a fucking shit ton of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And you can pick and choose what, like, each one is a different kind of podcast that talks about certain different things. And they, like, and facilitate this, this studio that we're in. And correct, stuff. yeah. And it's a so, good system, I think. Yeah, and generally, the the one of the ways that helps pay for it is, like, the... Advertising. Advertising and to get rent. new microphones and... Correct. Whatever. Yeah. So these, these lollies are here. Exactly. So it's we'll post it's, these lollies on the it's the, the Instagram necessities, page. right? But it's so we can have decent quality content coming out. You know. So we it's sort of a good it, system because I feel like like but to but get a studio for one like it's in, in it this, makes sense in this day and age now as well. It's it's virtually impossible to to not have some form of advertising unless you already made it. Yeah, yeah. You've already got the money, or you've already got the uh, infrastructure to do it in in whatever capacity. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. It's it's really hard to not do that anymore. So when I'm we sort of in two minds of it because I 
like my whole background has been really like just growing up was always really really strictly any commercial any like I think like that was like like a compromise or whatever yeah, whereas now that I'm a bit old, older and maybe just the world's changed as well I'm like you could oh, still I'm not going to live it. in a cave yeah you could still do it it just depends on if you want to actually sort of make more money off the advertising or you, yeah, you want to help a, out a mate because yeah, you yeah. could start advertising local businesses right? yeah yeah and then maybe they can give you a fucking kickback or some shit for for advertising them right yeah yeah so you put them in whatever it is that you're doing or you've got they got like some sort of sponsored ad or whatever or template that they'd love to have as a as an ad on your page right? yeah yeah okay so you put it up on your page and then they give you something in return yeah, yeah, right. And then that'd we, be that'd bad, bad habit did it with um the modern Australian underground yeah. podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah. So th- like, that that sort of thing that'd be a good way to start, especially yeah, yeah. to build that sort of but local what? love and yeah, like yeah. you know appreciation for the fact that you know you're going to advertise people that we you like of, you yeah, know yeah. you know. But if you're gonna if you want to make money though, if you want to actually get any kickbacks, you got to advertise. Yeah, like, you yeah. Advertise and get onto that sort of thing. You know, it's just, man, there are some fucking loud people outside. So I'm sorry. If if any, <laughs> if you hear some voices that are coming through, these guys just don't know how to keep their fucking mouth shut, <laughs> eh? Like, I just don't understand it. I just, level of rudeness of people these days. It's just <laughs> shocking now. I don't like it. Should we either, go and fight them? If I'm, I, either, either I'm just becoming the old man yells at clouds, like 60 years younger. Or maybe people genuinely are just becoming more bigger pieces of shits because of the times. Nah, I don't I reckon, know. It can't I reckon, be that, right? You've yeah. got to have some hope. you got to have yeah, some I'd, I'd, faith in humanity. Yeah. I'd say people are more considerate now than they have been in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. But then I, I've also noticed in that same breath, though, that the people that don't give a shit are ten times more savage than they used to be now, too. Yeah, maybe. But it's you pretty... Know? It's like a pretty... Strong, it's still like a yin and a yang. There's yeah, still there's a yin and a yang there, but a, I was just thinking like the intensity str- of it. Yeah, it's like a stronger social taboo of just being an asshole. Oh, it, yeah. it probably is is more stronger now. Maybe like a, that pressure it's, of it, society, society it, man. It's always it's always passable or like acceptable, especially if you're like a comedian or sorts, and you're like yeah, pushing yeah. those boundaries and saying certain things. But when you start you know, getting a bit too full on. Some people start and kind of get over it a little bit. And I feel like maybe the, like, the panopticon of, like, Facebook or whatever has altered people's perception where everyone's just like, all right, we've all got to be here. I don't, I just... It's I just, just a normal thing to do. I just want right? to, don't make a scene. I just want to go to the shops and get some bread and go home. I don't want to it's just ju- have some stupid drama with someone. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's just more to the point. Like, it's it's just become so ingrained in society now that it's just... It's sort of it's trickled down a little bit to, to, like, punk and the music scene as well. I feel like there's less less abrasive personalities involved. Yeah, which it's only, is, like, once in a blue moon then something sort of happens, like just what recently happened with Triple Z, you know, with that... Uh, Oh, I, I vaguely, I vaguely saw that, but I didn't really, oh, didn't really look, know the scandal. Oh, look, they'd been pulled up for something a couple of weeks before. Well, they um, played some screw, screwdriver, some racist. Oh no, that one was what got them booted off, basically. Oh, yep. uh, but no, a couple of weeks before that, they'd they'd been warned about saying or saying some stuff over the air that they shouldn't have been saying, 
Um, I can't what? remember exactly what they said, but from what I've been told, it was a little bit homophobic. So fair enough. Fair enough, right? If you've been warned, of of course. If you've all of a sudden, and, and you listen to the to the prisoner show, that a lot of stuff like it's not super like it's what, which, what's the prisoner show? It's like the show where they play like it's people from prison write in and stuff and they oh right okay like they, some raw stuff gets said on that and like reading out letters and yeah and stuff and you know yeah right it's I mean, um, that sounds a bit full-on too like you gotta be yeah. you'd have to vet that though right yeah it you'd doesn't have to you can't you can't just look pretty at listenable listen. show because you're just like well this is yeah wild but stuff. that's where you got to be careful though because yeah, yeah. the content has to be okay right? yeah, yeah and whether or not it's uh, you know, in, in enticing or not, but if 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 you're if you're working for a public broadcaster, yeah, right, yeah, and you know what their fucking values are, if yeah, you're yeah. working at Triple Z and you don't know what they are, really, really, it's also though, you know, like, so like when you when you start yeah, yeah. doing when you start saying that sort of stuff, or if it slips out or whatever, and you don't think there's going to be some form of repercussion. Yeah. I don't think you were really thinking that through, you know. I yeah, don't think you definitely. were taking it serious enough. You yeah, know? but so. it's also the prisoner show, so it's like it's not for the general public in a way. It's sort of it is, and it's a different set of rules or it's yeah, a different yeah, mindset or something. I don't know. If there's, explain. there's probably some grey area there. I don't really definitely have the have the sort of if there's disclaimers and it's and it's been you know been approved and stuff like that. It can only come back onto the onus of the presenters and the runners of it, right? So yeah, yeah. Not, not and Triple Z runners. isn't exactly like it's like it's a collection of individuals. Exactly. You know what I mean? So and their image is what gets hit yeah, by yeah. stuff like that. So like people complain about Triple Z, but it really it's you the can, people you can that go are in there it. and you can change it yourself if you right. If yeah, you it's want the, it's the programmers and the broadcasters that yeah, they're yeah. complaining There's about. There's a lot the of autonomy in in each show that they can. Yeah. Sort of and so they had been pulled up a couple of weeks beforehand. So, like, yeah, everyone was like, oh, my God, this out of nowhere this happened, whatever. But, of course, they're going to think it's out of nowhere when if you're not disclaiming to the public that you've been warned beforehand about doing something yeah, and yeah. Then you think it's a smart idea on a station like 4ZZZ to play Nazi music, if any other station is playing it, they should be... Like, there's no fucking... Or well, they're playing stuff, this or that. If they're playing it too, fuck them off as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Stop trying to nickpit who you want to be on the air or who you, the double standard bullshit. If you're seeing it, don't just oh, bring it up after this fucking thing's happened. Yeah, bring yeah. Bring it up right then and there. Because now you're just fucking nitpicking. Oh, this and they're gone. So what about this show? This show's doing this as well. Is that okay. what happened? So someone got kicked oh, off. You see it a couple of times, right? In the in the comment section and shit, right? I think but I the, totally the missed this, sh- this scandal on the, on, the, 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 on the Facebook. I know it's great, right? Um, the fish. I, 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 you try and I was just with the popcorn, you know. I, I had I had nothing to do with this sort of thing, but like just following it, but also agreeing with the fact that if you're playing fucking. Nazi music or whatever on any station, especially fucking four triple Z, then bye bye. Yeah, no yeah. No way. Don't want to fucking hear you. I don't care. Oh, I'm never gonna listen to triple Z again. Cool. Fuck off. Like you're obviously like. Do you understand the concept of why they're getting booted off right now? They're playing music that is really fucking shit. 
Yeah, no, yeah. It's not good. It's not a good ideology. It's not... It's Especially just, if they'd been warned and said, like, you got to chill out on this, if you've this done, madness. Just Yeah, it's like anything. you got a contract. If you go against the contract, you might get warned. But if you keep breaking or breaching... Oh, I don't... I doubt it. I doubt anyone has a contract at Triple yeah, Z. Oh, you know, but like a... <laughs> An unspoken yeah, I guess contract, it would be I guess. That, in a sense, I don't know how it works there. But I'm sure, I'm sure there would be sort of a terms and conditions of, like, the image or the representation of you as a broadcaster need to adhere to as like a guideline for being a presenter yeah, don't, Z, don't, right? yeah. don't don't promote you know any sort of negative devices sketchy. sketchy fucking music or you know imagery or 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 insulting words you know like just things you don't need to say anymore so yeah they got booted off and then there was quite quite shockingly a lot of people that were sort of defending it open it up get into it man yeah there was a lot of people online that were defending him and you know uh suggesting to the the page oh you should do a podcast you should do a podcast like that'd be good like if you know, they don't want you on... Oh, Speaking of... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I've just started getting the uh, Red Rippers now. Like, the rap- the wrappers of it now and Red Rippers. Because for, for a fair while, you still got to sell the ones that are in circulation, right? If we just we just pulled out a... um. No, there's a jar of lollies here. I don't know how well I am going to be able to open this up, to be honest. Uh, we got we got a red skin here, and it's it's still a red skin because that's what it's got on the paper. And it's... But they're not called them anymore. Yeah. They're called Red Rippers. Red... No, wait. Red... Red Rippers? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Red Rippers. Yeah. I um, get the feeling this jar of lollies has been here for a while, <laughs> and um, we probably shouldn't be eating them. Well, we had Sherby before, and I'm not feeling crook just yet, so... We'll we'll try this. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to open this though while I'm doing this. This is uh, for anyone listening, actually listening. How long this should is we so fucking stuck together? Um, are you wondering how long we're going for? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we're about ten minutes away from two hours, right? <laughs> Happens so easy. Was there anything you wanted to talk about beforehand? Because I know oh, we've I just know, rambled. We've, we've touched up. We know. I know that you you've had mad history with with the scene and probably I'll get you on again so we can actually talk about it more. But I think this is probably a good um a good opening to kind of have a chat and and uh talk about the craziness of the world I think a little bit because it is a bit <laughs> full on right now but also I guess try and find a little bit of the lighter side of it and yeah let, let people know think- that Oh man, I'm just. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to give up on this or eat it in parts. Did you have a red? Did you have one as well? No, or? there was only one in there. Oh, uh, Okay. Like I, I'm. I think I might be eating paper at this point. So can I? Nah, fuck it. It's not worth it. It's not worth the hassle right now. Um, you you've got bad habit records going. If you want CDs, cassettes. Have you ever got any shirts? Or you were um, sold out of the bad habit shirts. That's right. But have um, have other shirts. Yeah, they'll be on the way at some point. Yeah, there's cursed earth shirts at the moment on the web store, but there's literally boxes of shirts. Like, there's, yeah, you there's a room full of stuff. Well, it just takes about ten minutes or so for each to put up each each um record. Oh right, yeah. So yeah. it's it's just like a long drawn out procedure. Is that is that why you do the old uh, cop out, um, film it when you're flicking <laughs> yeah, through a little the bit sometimes? Yeah, you're just like, no, fuck this. I don't want to put it up. If you want to see what I've got, watch my video. You should. But that's the thing, though. You should just start saying that. 
You want to see what I've got in stock? Watch the rest of the video. You got to start saying this to people nowadays. Like, I'm not saying that nobody else is, but like, just for the newer audience that come through, they might not know, right? So, you know, tell them to wait till the end, <laughs> so you'll be able to actually see all the, all the vinyls and shit that you. It I saw that you have a feculent one. Do you still yeah, have yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. How much? Twenty seven dollars, I Ooh, believe. I'll take you up on that. Don't don't sell it to anyone else. I want it. Is it a 12-inch or is it a... No, nah, it's a 12-inch. I think oh. it came out on tape as well, maybe. It, it did. I've got to get that off um, Pip, though. He's got oh, that. Yeah. He's got one for me, but I was just thinking, well, maybe a 12-inch. But I just remembered myself as well. I'm, I've got to get a Cannibal Corpse vinyl for my first 12-inch. I was talking about this with you oh, a yeah. while back, right? I can't help Whereas, you there. We don't have any Cannibal Corpse. It'd be hard to get one, would it? Or? Oh, probably not, but I want to, I want to just get everything that we've got sorted first before yeah, I do another big yeah, order to like okay. a more because that'll have to be through a more commercial sort of distributor yeah yeah because oh, and i'll be looking for one specifically too and usually you'd probably get the real sort of like popular mainstream ones that cannibals which, more which one are you it. which one are you I'm, I'm wanting kill uh the 2006 record because that's what got me into cannibal corpse and that was like their changeover of sound almost from just going from that that sort of like old school Rory yeah, yeah. sort of recording sound of death metal to we've got this top of the line shit. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna make you sound fucking brutal and like clear and clean. Yeah, yeah. And they I ended maybe up maybe got a I maybe have a copy of that. What's a what's two thousand and six? What's the first song? On it, uh, um, pounded into dust or something. No, that's you're thinking of the '99 release. I oh, think okay. that's um, oh fuck, what's that one called? It's got Maniacal on it and a couple of others, but I'm pretty sure that was their '99 release. It's a really fucked up looking um, cover on it, like this monster looking thing with like guts and shit hanging yep. out of it. It's yeah, typical yeah. Cannibal Corpse stuff. What's very funny about the 2006 release is that that was like their first release that they did that had like very little to no like gruesomeness to it. It just had kill on the front of it, right? That, that's it. But it, they they recorded it with um, Eric Rutan, who now is the guitarist, one of the guitarists for Cannibal Corpse, because Pat O'Brien, the old uh, the old lead guitarist, uh, got trouble with the law oh, that's for right. actually having skulls and yeah, guns yep. in his house which is really funny because there's a couple of songs that they wrote where it's like i have skulls in my house it's just very it's not exactly that but along the lines of i have guns and i have skulls and sure enough you go to his house he's got skulls he, he snitched on himself and he's got guns he in there snitched. yeah there was i think i think it was because his house caught on fire or some shit like that <laughs> And he came out and he was just in this maniacal state or whatever, like just real cooked. I don't. I think he got tased and taken down by the cops. And yeah, Jesus, it's, having a bad day, get tased. Was, by the I, cops. I'm pretty sure he was. It was one of those ones where like you, a muso's having a bad day. He's fucking and you know a fucking pretty prominent death metal member having a breakdown. Sticks true to his fucking guns. It's Got skulls in his house and shit, you know. Not that many, but like, actually had a real human skull. Like, okay, all right, you'll. You wonder, where, wonder where he got it from. Yeah, I'd be curious to know too. That's probably he why he stole was it a, from the the skeleton in a little bit in high school or something. <laughs> yeah, but oh, that wouldn't be real though, would it? That'd be like oh, that. Maybe he'd he'd be older than me, so I think. Yeah. I think maybe in the seventies and eighties, like, you could 
it wasn't yeah, unheard yeah. of to have real skull uh, skeletons yeah, yeah. and shit in there. Fuck maybe at a university or something. That'd maybe be so spooky though. That'd be so spooky knowing that the skeleton that you're looking at right now is fucking real or was someone at one point, and like you're just letting me like touch this shit right now. It's like, ugh, dude. I'd prefer the fake one, thank you very much. Um, yeah, so we've got a couple more minutes, man. We're, we're going to finish her up for... Well, I'll tell you what, how long... Do you know how long that song is that you want to play? I don't know, four minutes. Four minutes, oh, fucking whatever. Yeah, we've we got, we got a minute. We've got about a minute then to wrap this up. So, so we're, um, Bad Habit is releasing a bunch of records soon, mm-hmm. and one of them is um, Black Daddy LP that they recorded yep. like five years ago, never came out. Um, yep, so we're going to play one of the unreleased songs off that at the end of this podcast. Sick, sick. I love and, um, it. So, yeah, that'll probably be another few months till that's out. Um, that's it. That's about it. Oh, and you've yeah. got Glow in the Dark Pants coming. Oh, yeah, Glow in the Dark Pants. That's just so fucking cool. Uh, any any bands that you're keen on at the moment that you reckon people should check out? Um, oh, I don't know. Um just the ones that everyone is already going to see, like <laughs> just the Feculent broad. LP. I really enjoyed. That's really I'm, well written, eh? That's really good. Yeah, good, good approach, to, like good, like a modern approach to the old school sound in a way. You know, yeah. And like, I think it's gonna just be like a project thing, maybe. I don't yeah, know, like just I, a, a COVID I, project or something, maybe. I, I'm really I bummed that I didn't get a one. chance to see them play that show that was a sick show as well yeah that would have been good i I think i had jude that weekend it's always like the ones that i've missed out on are usually the ones that i haven't been able to get away from jude and that's fine and everyone was in pretty high spirits because i think it was like the first show for ages and we were just just sort of just coming out of lockdowns and stuff it was like early this year just Um, felt like everyone was gonna spontaneously start hugging each other or something because we had the restrictions still like we could go and check it out but we um couldn't dance and, and I think there was know, a yeah. there was a whole lot of lawbreakers at that show um, <laughs> at night. I'm sure there was, but you know, like it was just tr- adapting to change at the time. People are so used to doing that at the shows, and then you get told not to, and it's like, oh wow, I'm getting kicked out for it now. You can get it, you, like I get it. People can feel unsure about the times and situations but i think you just got to sort of like take a take a borgy approach and just sort of let it stroll on by <laughs> you know so who's calling you don't know i think it was a telemarketer uh i've been getting a lot of them lately yeah They're don't really don't put me. your don't put your phone number online yeah it's, that's probably pretty common sense but yeah not for me yeah, now i get funny. now i get telemarketers all the time lovely Fucking idiots. I've probably ranted more than I should have during all this, so I feel like that's a bit of a bit of a letdown on my end, but uh, Yeah, I was, I was interviewing you. Yeah. This is the um Aaron Borg Experience Podcast signing off for tonight. This is just uh how these episodes go now. Season three, episode one, baby. You know? New new style. Oh, I'm just winging this <laughs> shit, mate. This is what I mean. I don't even have a fucking um, uh, like a, a schedule for this shit anymore. Like I have stuff to talk about, and I always do the dot points and stuff. Generally, this this, this would know. be episode two, wouldn't it, of season three? Because the Tom, because oh, it's sort of we yes, we mentioned it the, like a reference the the episode before this. I forgot about Back to the Future. Yeah, know? yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So this is episode two. Shit. <laughs> anyway, so we just want people to look after one another. 
enjoy some good music and if you want some new tunes and want to keep a lookout for anything uh released or coming coming out on vinyl and even on cassette um hit up hit up Borgsy, bad habit records he's, yeah. he's going hard with that when when shows are able to um come back again hopefully I'm sure that black box theater show with World of Joy and Toy and all yeah, that. Yeah, hopefully back that'll. Again. Yeah, because Sunshine, Ca- like, um, for anyone that doesn't know, I, I, um, we lived in Ipswich, but now we've moved up to the Sunshine Coast, mm. and the Sunny Coast is um, it's just a weird place. So um, I feel like shows us are mildly cursed up there. Yeah, but um, oh, that, that's another band to check out. World of Joy, oh, so Perugian, good. Yeah. Perugian boys. Yeah, they're they're awesome and. I was really looking forward to that 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 weekend. To be I feel honest. like they they they'd be an interesting bunch to get on I'd the podcast. To, I'd love to get them on if they're interested and they listen to my shit for sure. Yeah, you know, and this that's the thing. I'm I'm more than happy to have a chat with anyone if they want to. If they're like with the following that are in the music, right? Like bands, whatever. If you're busy based and you want to have a chat and plug your stuff and just you know do your thing, reach out to me. Hey, eh? like I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big figurehead in anything, you know. I just want people to have the chance to plug their music and have an avenue for it. That's just a little bit different. Like it's a different crowd of people that listen to this sort of shit than usual. So you're playing to a different audience in a sense, but also you it's know, just pretty fun talking rubbish for, yeah, for an hour a core or two. Audience, uh, I've got a core audience of people that I know that genuinely <laughs> listen to it and do. Uh, listen in on the music ones you know and I, I i know that they not just them but you know the bands themselves they appreciate getting that chance to actually talk about what how long it takes for them to do the stuff they do and you know like when things take time it's like just don't get fucking mad at me it's like <laughs> the process is really taking longer than we'd hoped and we're putting our best in to make sure that this is did someone get so mad at you good. no 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 this is another person's experience in terms of like just people constantly hassling them about you know when's your next release when is when are you doing something next play a show do this do that it's like you know just, you just don't chill, understand mate. you don't understand how much fucking goes into this really we're not one of those bands that can just fucking play shows in and there what we're doing is taking time and effort and, and practice and patience, you know. Some bands are gifted in being able to do it and just write shit and just go. Some need time. They, they It's like their little child and they need to mould it into uh, how they want it moulded. They don't want it fucked up in that, any that's other way. Um, that, that's one thing I think that is different in modern times mm. than in the olden days. Like a f- I think... Olden times bands just put it out. Yeah, and they sort of, of they like crafted their baby in a live setting, playing every week. You got some beautiful fucking banger music coming from that too. Like the yeah, like yeah. The, that earlier age, there was there's like like it was sort of it was sort of formed in the crucible of the live show rather than the yeah, yeah. than the sort of more calculated setting of a practice room or whatever and that energy you get from the crowd and and then from the band or playing and feeling that vibe it's just different yeah yeah you can sometimes hear on an album if it if they've like played heaps and toured on it like the the, everything flows in a slightly different way whereas if it's like doesn't feel like it's been added there per se like they've they've tinkered yeah yeah so it can just sound like a a collection of riffs that maybe 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jesus, fuck. We we keep rambling, man. It's easy. Yeah, we should. It's easy. We should pack it up. So, Black Deity is is it the, the is that the band or the album? That's Sorry. the band. That's the band. So, uh, Black Deity, um, Finn and now sings in Finn, who was the main dude in Black Deity, now is in Knife Art, mm-hmm. who um did a really amazing LP like last year that mm-hmm. sort of flew on under everyone's radar. It wasn't really yeah. like a punk or. It was a bit more sort of a soulful, a bit sort of mm-hmm. like seventies rock, but not not super heavy. Okay, but yeah, check it oh, out. Check that out as well. All right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jam that one anyway. So a bit of a uh, bit of editing and all that sort of shit, uh, and we'll chuck that in at the end. And yeah, oh man, thanks for coming in and thanks for rambling. No, oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, like that again. Like I said earlier, there's not really too much to ramble on about at the moment, is there? Like, no, nah, but we still managed it. <laughs> still managed two hours of it. So fucking a. We will try next time to make it a little more music based. I apologize. A lot of that stuff sort of ties into, I guess, mental health space at the moment, which is what a lot of us are going through. So I hope, if anyway, um, these sorts of chats at the moment, regardless if they're less music based, if they help in some way, fucking too right but if i'm speaking out of my ass let me know you know i'm, I'm I, I can take criticism <laughs> i can accept when i'm fucking wrong you know so peace and love take care and we'll finish off with uh a new song that's not been out just yet but yeah unreleased unreleased song yeah. jam it fucking a all right peace out man let's catch up soon eh? okay
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.